Hey there, pod pals. Are you a print-on-demand creator looking to stay ahead of the curve? You want to know exactly when to launch your designs for every key season and event? How about a chuckle with an extra dad joke to brighten your day? If you said yes to any of these, then it's time to join the print-on-demand cast VIP list. As a VIP, you'll get our free annual design calendar, an amazing guide to help you time your creations perfectly throughout the year. And of course, we'll include a bonus dad joke each week as well. Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print On Demand Cast. Each week, join Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print-on-demand industry and equip you with the tools, advice, and strategy you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Print-on-Demand cast. This is the final episode of 2020. It is the final episode <laughs> of season one. And, and Travis... <laughs> Is as you can tell, very emotional. I'm sad, man. I'm sad that this is the end. Well, I'm actually I'm not too sad. This is the end of 2020, but it, it is the final episode of 2020, <laughs> uh, man. So thank you guys so much for joining us so far in season one. Super excited to get into a little bit of what season two may uh, contain. But before we do that, Travis, we're on the other side of Q4, man. Did you make it? Are you alive? Mm. Is your staff alive? Did you survive? All, everything still intact. <laughs> yeah, man, it was uh, it was a crazy, crazy Q4. I mean, every Q4 is is crazy. Sure. They sure. all have like different challenges. You know, there's no two Q4s alike. <laughs> twenty twenty yeah. was no different. They're just like um, children. We're still kind of catching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. not, not ones alike. <laughs> I have my favorite, but. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're still kind of catching up, you know. Um, so our, our, we reduced our temporary staff down, sure. Um, and so, it, you know, because the volume of orders isn't there, right. but we still right. have a lot of things that are still kind of trickling in, and and just trying to figure out what life is like after we had all those bodies, and now we have fewer bodies, and so, um, you know, we're still trying to gain our our equilibrium. How much did you? How mu- how many did you cut? As far as like, is it? Is it half, 50%, 60%, like what, from where you were? Yeah, it's probably, we, we probably, um, our, our temp staff, I think we had like five temp staff and we have like, okay. well, and, and then right now we have uh, a staff of six and if you include myself, sure. but two of them are gone this week. So it's, you okay. know, there's, there's me and three other people trying to you know, do everything. And so, you know, it's just a little bit, we're not used to it. And, um, and also this week is a, is a four day week because it's, um, New Year's, you know, New Year's day is on Friday. Yeah. So we're trying to get a lot of stuff done with fewer people and it's, you know, just another, another type of challenge that Q4 is bringing us, but we are almost out of it. That's true. It's very true. I was just I was just talking to uh, one of our production guys today. Like you know, I always feel every year I feel like the week after Christmas leading to New Year's should just be one big holiday because it usually it's always such a weird like 
like almost like a transition week Mm -hmm. where you're going to get stuff done, but there's another holiday coming up. So like you said, usually it's like a four day week. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just, it's just weird limbo purgatory. Like you're done with Q4, but you don't quite get to go to Q1 yet. You're just gonna sit here and figure <laughs> figure stuff out. So um, yeah. yeah, glad to hear you guys made it through uh, another Q4. We we did the same here, and it, it was it was uh, crazy as always. But uh, it's nice to get over that hump and to be able to kind of even today we're meeting and kind of vision casting and trying to figure out what 2021 is going to look like and what we need to do to get to those places. So, uh, it's, it's kind of nice to kind of circle the wagons and, and mm-hmm. we head into the new year, you know, yeah. kind of collected. So, yeah. So I, I, uh, we've got on our little notes here. We were, we were talking before the show about, you know, just some things that have happened <laughs> this week and we decided to throw this in there before we get, you know, to the point of interest yeah. in the main event this week. Um, Josiah, yes. you had a little incident uh, that happened this week with um, yeah. with with your dog, right? Or wh- while you were walking your dog, and and I do want to point out to our listeners that your dog is only five pounds, if that. Um, but go ahead well, and tell to the be story. Fair, the oldest the the oldest dog that I have is thirteen pounds. Whoa, that's not much better. But listen, I wasn't lifting a dog. If I was <laughs> lifting something, I would actually feel less embarrassed about this story. So, uh, yeah, it was the day after Christmas. Uh, some family stopped by to say goodbye because they're making their transition out to Canada, and so we said bye. And I took the dogs upstairs, and I was I was walking up the stairs. I was wearing my slippers, my house shoes, I guess. To, mm. I don't know why I used a Charles Dickens term, but uh, my house slippers, <laughs> my house shoes, and I was going up the stairs, and so my my dog was like running up the stairs, and I was trying to keep up with her, and I started to slip, and I caught myself before I hit the ground, or hit the stairs, which Travis knows this, but you, our listeners, don't know this, that the stairs leading up to my apartment are an albatross <laughs> and a death trap waiting to happen, so I'm just glad... The True. whole staircase didn't fall, but uh, I caught myself, stood up, and uh, when I stood up straight, my entire lower back just locked and started. My muscles started spasming, and I couldn't move, couldn't walk. I had to like crawl up the stairs and mm. like use the railing to support myself to stand up. It was absolutely miserable. On the night before Christmas night, we were watching a movie, and I was sitting in the massage chair in my in-laws' basement. And the massage chair was like, you know, going up and down my back. But when it hit my lower back, it was like exceptionally like tender and it hurt. And I, was, I told Madeline, like, maybe I need to go to a chiropractor because this feels weird to me. You know, like, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, uh, not even 12 hours later, my, my entire back locked up. So uh, this week has been a lot of ice, a lot of heat, a lot of painkillers, a lot of chiropractic visits, a lot of stretches. Mm. Uh, and my God, it's only Tuesday. So, uh, this four day week seems, seems to be crawling, uh, for me. Um, so I'm trying, you know, I'm going to Texas in a week. I have company coming on Thursday. My, some of my family's coming in for new Year's, So I'm like, I at least need to be pseudo mobile. So I'm not like, you know, just an invalid, not being able to do anything this weekend and celebrate the new years. But yeah, um, I guess I guess welcome to old age. My my wife is exactly. saying that this is what she gets for marrying someone older than she is, and uh, I, I I have not taken. I don't think those jokes are funny. And 
<laughs> and so, but it's got. I, I will say it has gotten better. Um, I mean, I, I'm a little more mobile, of course, and hopefully by the end of the week I'll be um, close to to normal. But this just kind of uh, highlights the, the truth that uh, I, I should probably actually exercise and work out more, so my back muscles aren't uh, fragile as a paper mache bag. Apparently, so uh, th- that'll be that'll, that'll be what uh, I'm reassessing in my personal life going into 2021, knowing that uh, I can't be as young and spry as I used to be, which is always a sobering yep. realization. But so that's the story of my back. <laughs> that's a uh, that's an that's an awesome story, and I'm 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 I can totally relate. You know, I mean. <laughs> I'm I'm a little older than you, or a lot older than you, depending on <laughs> you know who you ask. Uh, and yeah. I've also had a lot of back issues, so I I have a lot of sympathy for you, man. I just think it's funny that um, it was your dog that caused it because <laughs> your dog is so yeah. teeny tiny. Yeah. She she's, she was going up the stairs, and I was trying to keep up with her because we have her on a leash because she likes to do whatever she wants. And we had dog a dog trainer this last year, and. He was like, just put her on a leash when you go home. And I said, okay, cool. Mm. Let's, I'll, you know, I'll do that. And, uh, but it's a short lease and she, she, we don't have a harness for her. So when she's running, the collar's like choking her. And I'm like, I got to keep up with her because I don't want to like have her hang herself on these like death trap stairs <laughs> that we have. So instead, I just sacrificed my lower back for my dog. But speaking of dogs, Travis, uh, I'll throw this back to you, uh, what you're talking about before we hit record is you guys recent very recently got a new addition to the Ross family in, mm-hmm. uh, in the form of a puppy. So yeah, tell us about this puppy and his apparent uh, ability to use Instagram. What, what, what hmm. is happening with this dog? Well, <laughs> uh, that that's right. We actually did get a new dog. Um, he is a, a cockalier, which is a part cocker spaniel part King Charles uh, cavalier. And yep. his name is River, and he is freaking adorable. I mean, I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, um, and and shameless plug, you all should go follow. <laughs> in, uh, you should follow River on Instagram. You just go yep. to River the Cockleer. It's River underscore the underscore Cockleer, and you'll agree. I promise, you'll start loving every single um, Instagram post. But it's actually River himself. It's River himself that's actually posting, which is really phenomenal. And uh, it makes sense that he would yeah, – this type of you know supernatural uh, dog would come and live with our family because we are pretty much awesome. Yeah. And, and River fits right in. It is. And it's, it's amazing. I mean he doesn't get to see the, the, uh, the pictures in color because yeah. you know, dogs are, are colorblind. But he's posting in color, which is mm. awesome. So he doesn't even, he doesn't even quite grasp the – awesome pictures that he's posting just because he's, he's, his coloring is awesome. Um, you know, he's got the white on his nose and his forehead and he's just an adorable looking dog. I have yet to actually meet him in, in person. So I look forward to actually, to how does your, you have two, you have an older dog. What's the older dog think of River? Uh, Willow is her name and she is the perfect big sister. She's actually a golden retriever and, um, is very well behaved. So I think she's kind of trying to take river under her wing and show him sure. the ropes. And, um, they're, they, they play all the time and they've been a very, um, 
it's been really good, I think, for both of them to have each other uh, as they, yeah. you know, for for Willow, just having somebody to kind of keep sure. her active. And then for River, just sure. to show her the show him the ropes. So, yeah, it's been yeah. it's been really cool. So uh, one last Dude. story before we get into the meat, meat and potatoes <laughs> of the show. Josiah, you had an yeah. interesting experience with uh, a shipment you received from one of your suppliers. <laughs> Why don't you tell our listeners about that? Yeah. Yeah. So as you guys know that are listening, we've we've kind of uh, aired our grievances with stock availability uh, over this last Q4 season and how it's hard to get anything. And uh, gray crewnecks were uh, chief among those for us. And so we ordered some uh, that were drop shipped, had a case quantity, whatever. So took a while to get here, and make, which makes sense now. Uh, you'll get it when I finish the story. But it, <laughs> it, took, <laughs> it took, took a minute to get in. And uh, so yesterday, you know, I'm having, you know, our production staff lift boxes onto a table for me so I can start to sort through the the um, shipment. And uh, I, you know, take out the first small pile and the second and the third. And as I'm reaching in for the fourth, I feel something that doesn't really belong in a package of soft crew neck sweaters. And it was an empty 375 milliliter bottle of Jose Cuervo uh, especial <laughs> made with blue agave silver tequila I'm looking at I'm looking at the uh, the bottle right now maybe we'll post it on our social media so you guys can see that I'm not lying. but there's like maybe a drop in it left uh, so it's I, I was shocked I thought it was full first I will say I was like hey maybe they forgot and just gifted me a bottle of Jose Cuervo which I'm not gonna be mad at because the best kind of tequila is the one you don't pay for typically so I was all about it and then I realized no it's it is empty so they had they must have had a Christmas party shipping out some some crew neck sweatshirts and so I'm gonna when my rep gets back from her vacation I'm gonna take a picture and be like hey found this in a in a in a box that you guys shipped to us <laughs> so i don't know how, i don't know how you guys want to handle this but uh it looks like there was a party and a good time had by all so and we got our stuff and it was all there and accounted for so i'm not mad about it i just think it's hilarious that i found a bottle of jose cuervo <laughs> and next time you send a shipment go ahead and fill the bottle uh we would appreciate yeah. that yeah, if you could, if you could, make, if you could make it full, and then uh, also have some margarita mix and salt, that would be great. So that'll be my request. I'll take care of the limes because they probably don't hold well in a in a unrefrigerated box. But but yeah, so that that is uh, some some ridiculousness that we are uh, covering before we get into you know this week's point of interest. The point of interest, baby. Oh yeah, groovy. So, Travis, full transparency with with the listeners. There are times when we get on this before we press record, and we're like, "So, what's our point of interest?" And we do a quick Google search uh, through our Google machines just to see what's out there that is actually um, of interest, and we have found something. That is legitimately, to me, very interesting because we talked right. about the growing sublimation market. We talked about how in that article that we were referencing in that episode, how they said that home decor would be something that we're going to see you know, being used in sublimation more and more. And so we have found print-on-demand lamps through right. Printify, through – is it Unique Cube? Tell us a little bit about 
unique cube uh what we've learned so far uh for these print-on-demand lamps yeah they're really really cool um and there's it looks like there's two sizes there's a 7.9 inch cube they're cube lights so there's six sides one side has a plug-in um and uh, and then the other sides obviously are just you know don't have the plug in, but you can actually decorate all six sides, including the one with the plug in. Yep. Um, and so one size is the uh, seven point nine inch, and then um, cube, and then the other one is the standard size. It's eleven point eight inches cubed, yeah. and I mean these things look freaking awesome. Um, it just yeah. imagine a cube with a plug in it. You can use it as a hanging lamp if you want. It says. Um, you can also just set it on its side as, you know, obviously any of the sides is except for the one with the plug in it. Um, it does not right. include a light bulb. Um, and they do they only use like a 10 watt bulb or an led, you know, cause they don't want a lot of heat right. in it. Um, sure. you know, or a six watt bulb is for the smaller size so that, you know, they, yeah. they want to, obviously it's not, it's not going to, you know, light up your whole room, but man, these look so man, uh, good yeah. when they're decorated for, for ambiance, ambience, mm-hmm. uh, mood lighting, these things look pretty dope. There's one in particular that I keep looking at. It's like the Constellations one. Um, mm-hmm. That's just super, super cool. Uh, that In that instance, could be educational, help your kids learn about the Constellations, whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. it looks really, really awesome. And uh, for reference, I, they're saying that the small one uh, is about the height of a beer bottle. The the large one is about the height of a wine bottle. So, or a Jose Cuervo bottle. I was just gonna say that. Yes, uh, or a Jose Cuervo <laughs> bottle. Uh, so, I mean, they're decent size, and they look super, super cool. It looks like from what I'm from what I can see on their website, which by the way the website is uniquecube.com. That's u n i q c u b e dot com. Uniquecube.com. You can go check this out and customize your own. Uh, but it looks like uh, the you know the standard size is a pound, and the small one is is point mm-hmm. eight pounds, so pretty light. But they are made of a polyester film. Mm. Um, it's waterproof, easy to wash, easy to clean. But one thing that we're seeing, because I think when we first heard about it, you and I are both like, that's sublimation. But in the description right. here on the website, they're talking about texture on the surface. So that either means that the the substrate is textured somehow, or maybe they're doing it in a UV print print process where they're adding some texture. It's kind of hard to say without mm-hmm. um, actually having one in our hands. Uh, they do come with a two-year warranty, which is actually pretty cool. And for for pricing, it looks like mm-hmm. you can get one. The customizable one's eighty seven dollars, and then looks like most of them are seventy eight dollars after that. But these are available through Printify, which is to say that we could probably sell them and mark them yeah. up. Is that is that the understanding of, of of why they're on Printify? Yep. Yeah. Um, they are fulfilled in Europe, so you're going to have some, you know, some decent sure. shipping costs. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, on Printify, you can get them for $80 and 75 cents. Um, and then they're saying that shipping is, well, let me just look to the United 12, States. It's, like, it's $12 and 50 cents additional right. for shipping. But I mean, these are so cool. If you had some really sharp designs, I think you could probably sell them for, you know, over a hundred bucks pretty easily. Oh yeah. Um, because yeah. they are just so unique. I mean, unique cube is the, is the brand name and they are really, really unique. 
Um, one thing I, I did I did think about just after you know when you were just talking about the texture on one side, um, and we we kind of touched on this before when we were talking about it, but they may be sublimating the the side where you know like the inside and then uh-huh. the outside has a texture on it. So it still might be sublimation, okay. but there's but sure. the inside might be flat. And I I don't know. Uh, it'd be really interesting. I I don't know that I'm gonna rush out and spend eighty bucks on <laughs> just trying to figure yeah. out if 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 it's cool or not if, or or you know how they do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Both you and I were looking at this thing thinking, you know, for eighty bucks, I might want to like figure out how to do this and you know because I'll. Yeah. I mean, for our for our companies, you know, for our production sure. partners, our partners that sure. are, you know, fulfilling through us, man, that would be really a cool thing to do. Um, I don't know if these guys have a patent on it and, you know, frankly, right. I don't I don't really have the time to do all of the research that they would need <laughs> and to yeah. get all the stuff to do it right. But um, really, really unique, cool idea. I was super stoked to find it. And but yeah, so you can go if you're already selling on Printify. You can design these things and put them in your shop immediately. They've even got some mock-ups yeah. there um, that you can use on uh, on Printify, and um, they're really, really, really cool. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm a really big fan, and it's it's a cool, unique gift idea, like Travis was saying, for a birthday anniversary, you know, whatever. I mean, you can literally any occasion you can make this, and it's something that will get you. It's it's a practical gift because people will use it. For lighting, for decoration, it's not, it's not uh, something that's just kind of like a a pop socket. You know what I mean? Where it's like, hey, thanks, I'll maybe use this pop socket. It's a cool lamp, and they're really, really, they look really sharp. So, mm-hmm. super exciting. Yeah, if you're on Printify, and listen, if you're listening, and uh, you want to figure out what this is about, and you buy one, let us know. Yeah, let us know if you buy yourself a unique cube, or if you feel it, if you feel impressed. To make one with the print on demand cast logo and send it to us as a <laughs> gift, we will gladly <laughs> accept it in our mailbag. Uh, mm. And uh, but no, seriously, if you guys find out anything else about it or you know more, you learn more, let us know because it is super cool and we want to learn as much as we can about it. But for now, we know that it's available on Printify for you to fulfill uh, in your shop. So take advantage of that uh, right now because it's an awesome gift. So with that. We will transition out of the point of interest, and we will move directly into the main event of the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event! Travis, we mentioned at the top, this is the final episode of of 2020. It's the final Mm. episode of season one, and uh, we kind of wanted to do a 2020 in review uh, just kind of in our in our businesses, we know obviously, and we will acknowledge readily that 2020, on a personal level for everybody, was <laughs> probably one of the most challenging years ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing short of a shit show in almost mm. every way you can possibly imagine. Um, but but there, are, you know, even on personal levels, there's a lot of silver linings, at least for me. And we and we won't get into necessarily kind of the, our personal silver linings for 2020 and what it's kind of taught mm. us. But um, there always is positives, and you know, yeah. coming out of 2020 unchanged on a personal level is kind of a lost opportunity because you had plenty of opportunities in 2020 to really <laughs> be 
with your family, be with yourself, be present because you have no other choice and kind of do some, some good self inventory. You know what I mean? Um, but in business wise, uh, in 2020, we were talking about this before we press record 12 months ago, Travis Ross, (laughs) 12 months ago was getting ready to transition out of having his own shop, selling your mug ovens and your machines and your printers and, and all of that, selling it all because you want to do drop ship. And here you are 12 months later, you're back in a shop. Uh, and so a lot, a lot changes in in a year, but what goals did you have on the outset of 2020? And I know they're probably going to be, some of them will probably be drastically different, or maybe you've kind of fulfilled them in a different way now. Um, Hmm. you know, maybe they came to fruition in a different, uh, in a different way than you originally intended or had envisioned, but what business wise, what goals did you have at the outset of 2020? Did you, and, and did you reach them? And, uh, or did you come close? Where, where did that land with you uh, for Make Your Mark Designs uh, throughout 2020? Well, what you, I mean, you, you said it, what, at the end of last year, I was, you know, reeling from a very successful Q4, but planning on moving out at the end of January of my fulfillment, yeah. you know, uh, center and, and selling all of my stuff. I was scrambling to try to get everything, you know, out of there and, um, I had a yeah. month to do it in because we had just, had, like I said, had an awesome 2020. My goals for 2020 um, were really, uh, I didn't really have a lot of time to reflect on 2019 and, sure. and, and all of sure. what I had done because I'd kind of done that when I had made the decision to get out of production and get out of that particular fulfillment house and so, or, right. you know, that warehouse. And so um, my whole goal really was to kind of, decide, you know, back to our, one of our earlier episode, earliest episodes, what do I want to be when I grow up, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and at yeah. the time I wanted to be, I wanted to be a drop shipper because I wanted to have some, um, I don't know, some fulfillment as uh, that's, that sounds, sounds kind of pie in the sky, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't find <laughs> what I was looking for in that warehouse. Um, you know, the first go around. And I think part of that was because I didn't have, um, I didn't have the right mindset. I didn't have the right, um, equipment to, um, to fully realize the, um, you know, my, my full goal of being a, a fulfillment center. I was, I was very limited in what I could do, even though I did have this awesome piece of machinery, this mug oven, it was limiting in what I could do in that particular piece of equipment. And I, you know, and then I think I probably moved into DTG too quickly at the, at the time, because I didn't have the volume that I needed to really support the, uh, the printer. And so really 2020 for me was kind of taking my licks and learning, trying to learn from them. (laughs) Uh, And then we move into you know, for me, when we moved into kind of the pandemic and everybody's on lockdown and, you know, we had this incredible Mother's Day because nobody could go to the stores. Everybody was inside right. and everybody yeah. was shopping online. Um, luckily, I had, you know, set up my print partners fast enough. And uh, but there was a little bit of regret that I couldn't be I could have made so much more money had I been fulfilling them myself, you know, but I had right. to kind of weep right. through that as well. But out of that pandemic or out of that um you know, lockdown and, and, and the virus, you know, locking everybody down. And there were some, um, there were some opportunities for the, uh, EIDL, which was the economic disaster loan EID. I can't remember what the acronym was, but there was a opportunity to take a a pretty large loan. Um, 
and the payments, I mean, if you, it was an incredible um, loan. And, and I don't know what, you know, our <laughs> yeah. listeners feel about yeah. debt, but um, it was like a 30 year amortization schedule and, and a sure. 3% interest. Um, I mean, my, it was just an absolute uh, no brainer yeah. to put that yeah. money in the bank and then have it as the, you know, with the ability to do something with it. And what I did with it was I bought a bunch of more equipment and moved back into <laughs> a fulfillment place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now I have, you know, kind of, I have the uh, volume that I need to support the different printing methods that I've, that I've purchased equipment for, because I've got a contract yeah. with somebody that has a lot of volume in these different places that I didn't have sure. volume in. Um, and now I can grow into those with my own business as well as take on new clients that have all different kinds. I mean, there's a lot of really cool things, um, for our business that I didn't even know there that I had a goal for. Cause like I said, I think the goal I had really for 2020 was to just try to figure out, like to learn my lesson <laughs> that from yeah. 2019 and what, what I'd done wrong and really reflect. And I feel like I, I had an opportunity to do that, particularly with the lockdowns and all that. Um, yeah. and what it turned into, I mean, you know, obviously the jury's still out on what this is going to be, what make your mark is going <laughs> to continue to be. Um, there's sure. still a lot of work ahead, but, um, so far I am thoroughly enjoying this iteration of a fulfillment warehouse um, compared to my first iteration. This sure. is so much more fulfilling. There's so much more opportunity. There's so many more um, ways I can go. And um, yeah, right. so that's kind of my 2020 in a nutshell. So, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah that's basically the answer to your question. So I want to just, I want to turn it around on you and, and, <laughs> um, yeah. and ask you basically the same same question. What did you guys have goals? Did, did you personally have goal for the business? And, and, and right. did you actually reach that goal in 2020? Yeah. So, um, I, I will kind of piggyback off something you said where, uh, when these, the lockdowns initially happened, we found ourselves having a great, um, a couple of months because you know Amazon merch by Amazon shut down like everything was d done and so people that were fulfilling shirts and mugs were people like us who were fulfilling them ourselves through you know seller fulfilled prime or, or what have you and so we we were kind of experiencing this this um kind of the opposite where a lot of people who had businesses that were brick and mortar were having issues had to shut down couldn't couldn't continue their businesses but because of the business model that we had and the print on demand and e-commerce you know aspect of it we were actually having um, a, a really good couple months there. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely um, a blessing to be able to say that because it was during a time where not everyone could say that. Yeah. Uh, going into 2020, uh, of course, you know, we, you don't really, no one called what it would become, you know, in March. <laughs> you know, I, I remember, you know, my niece's wedding in February was like the last big get together that we had before, you know, the shit hit the fan for 2020. Um, but going <laughs> into it, we had, we set a, a couple goals. We wanted to land a couple, uh, uh my father-in-law and I both kind of made the, the goal of landing a big fish account, you know, a, mm. a big account that, uh, was one of those like, hey, we'll swing for the fences. No idea if it's going to work out, but we're going to give it a shot. Um, yeah. And both of us uh, have, or both of us landed 
uh, one of those types of accounts. Now it's a matter of, uh, you know, we, we have a, a partnership with Podomatic, which is actually another podcast kind of platform where they'll, they'll distribute it for you and you pay monthly, stuff like that. So we're kind of integrated with them and their back end for the merch for their podcasters, um, which was an awesome opportunity. Um, and uh, then again, with Nerds Clothing, who does a lot of licensing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But, the, you know, the Podomatic is still kind of taking form because they officially announced it like in November. And so we're just now kind of getting the the signups and people signing up and the, the traffic. Uh, so we'll probably, we'll probably be able to tell more in 2021 what that's going to actually become. Um, because I'm sure, as you know as well, and as those listening, landing an account is, is great, but then it's whether or not that account produces to the level that you hoped it would or that they hoped it would. And so there's lots of stuff still uh, left up to um, chance almost just to see how it kind of all, you know, boys out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you know, we met this morning and we set a dollar amount goal for the year last year. We, we saw what we did last year and said, okay, we want to hit this it was kind of a, a pie in the sky goal like hey let's let's go for let's shoot for the fences let's just say you know x amount is what we want at the end of the year in 2020 and we ran those mm-hmm. numbers today and we were 50 we were 50,000 shy of that goal which isn't bad mm. um because yeah. we we did really well we 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 way outperformed last year a little shy of the goal this year but it was good because we knew that was kind of a big a lofty aspiration goal like we're going to hit this number and uh, to see that we even came that close was super encouraging. And it's one of those things where now we're, we've, you know, we're in like in the third or fourth year of this business model. And we've just come, you know, according to the, the experts uh, at our CPA, we've come to a point where, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're on the traje- trajectory now that this year is the one where we're, if we, we work hard and pull the nose up. We're going to actually not just break even, but we're going to actually start seeing some actual real growth um, and which is, which is awesome. Cause you know, as you know, yeah. and as those listening, you know, b- building a business, those first three or four years is just a grind, man. You just, you really have to prepare yourself for just the hustle, uh, whether yeah. it's, you know, FBA or, or print on demand and stuff like that. So, uh, and, and in 2020 did also, it kind of taught us to, uh, I think it made everybody kind of, um, re-envision and become a little bit more, lean more on ingenuity and how to how to attack things from a different angle because some so so much of the traditional avenues that you have weren't necessarily available in 2020 with all the covid stuff so um certainly certainly challenging um but i I think that we learned a lot this last year Uh, you know we brought on wooden signs uh perfect kind of perfected Mm -hmm. our process on there you know, sleeve printing, all masks, learning how to print on masks. I wasn't planning on doing that at the beginning of 2020 because who, <laughs> right. who, who would have ever worn a mask? You know what I mean? Right. Now they're everywhere. And learning how to sublimate them, how to direct a garment print them. Which one's better? Spoiler alert. Sublimating looks so much better than print-on-demand masks. <laughs> uh, but just stuff like that, you know, you, the, you, like you say, just kind of roll with the punches. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't see what's coming. But we've learned a lot this last year. Um mm-hmm. So, but overall it's, it's been, it's been really good. And I think, I think we kind of touched on this too. Like, you know, the biggest takeaway from 2020 for you, if if you could, you know, again, just in a sentence, what was your biggest takeaway from, from this last year? Uh, in a sentence, man, that's tough. Um, the biggest takeaway <laughs> I think from 2020, um, really, oh gosh, 
would be one of two things. It would be um, no matter what's going on, take the time to plan because I really mm-hmm. didn't do that last year. Um, sure. I, I mean, to the degree that I would have liked to and to the degree that we are we are planning on <laughs> um, doing this year. Sure. And I'm really, really excited about some strate- strategic planning that we're going to be doing in January with our whole team. And, and it's I'm yeah. really excited about that. Um, so that would be one of the biggest takeaways. I think another huge takeaway um, from from 2020 is to realize, like we've been alluding, that even when there, you know, that I guess that gold is is purified in the fire, you know. So whenever there's yeah. something that is is difficult, is challenging, there really can be something really good that is birthed from that or is um refined in that that hard time and and i think that we would do well to remember that and look for that not only in business but in you know (laughs) at the risk of sounding you know uh, personal development (laughs) Uh, in our own lives you know what i mean like yeah no for sure there were some good things that happened this year um yeah. And we just we we get so uh, inundated with news, with the bad news every single day. We forget to look oh for the, the the silver linings, like you started off with, because yeah. there were a heck of a lot of silver yeah. linings in in my personal life and in my yeah. business life. And uh, I yeah, think 100%. that probably that's probably the biggest takeaway from from twenty twenty. Yeah. Don't forget yeah, to look I'm, for those silver linings. Yeah, I, w- I would agree, man. I think 2020 has, I think, in, in my personal life, um, and it's 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 equated to business as well. Uh, but like you're saying, leaning into the adversity, right? Um, because yeah. I think a lot of people's default response is to shy away from adversity, um, but or get when you really into upset it, with it, you know, get mad sure, at it, sure, fight against it, yeah, push against it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think, yeah, whether, whether you shy away from it or whether you're angry with it, I think either way you're trying to almost avoid it, but it just kind of that flight or fight or flight response, you know, like I'm going to get really angry and I'm going to be mad about it, but I don't really want to look at it. But if you lean into it, that's what then translates to that refining process. And it sucks and it's hard sometimes and you feel the heat of the fire, but you'll come out on the other end more refined. You know, it's like the idea that, you know, faith can't exist without fear or doubt. Both of those things have to exist for in order to for you to grow in faith. Mm-hmm. So, you know, growth doesn't come without adversity. You have to have adversity to experience growth. And it's the way that yeah. you deal with the adversity that will then kind of dictate the amount of growth or lack thereof that's on the other side of it. So um, I, I think, yeah, I think 2020 business-wise, personal, that that would be one of my biggest takeaways too is, is lean into the rough spots and you're going to you're going to find new printing processes you're going to find a new research and development hey i figured out we can do this and and and, mm-hmm. and let's pivot here or whatever is the word again pivot we'll throw that pivot. in one more time for the here we go pivot <laughs> pivot um so yeah man I, I think 2020 has been uh one for the books for sure and in every <laughs> aspect of life and i look forward to 
what 2021 has to offer. Um, and hopefully I keep seeing these things, these things on TikTok that are like, listen, ain't n- none of you, listen, none of you say that 2020 is your year and you're just going to walk. What we're going to do is we're going to walk in real quietly. Don't touch anything. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> be very careful um, because 2020 was so crazy. But I really do think that 2021 is going to be a really big year of growth for, for both of our businesses uh, and excited to see you know, the fruit of the seeds that were planted in 2021. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speaking of the ends of things we mentioned, we alluded to, uh, we're going to call this episode the end of season one of the Print on Demand cast. Before we get into what you can expect from season two, Travis, what has been some of your favorite moments of season one? Do you have a favorite episode? Do you hmm. have a favorite moment, favorite sound bumper or whatever, <laughs> intro sound uh what yeah what are your what are your thoughts on the season one of the print on demand cast i i really i enjoyed you know i enjoyed our interviews i'm um uh i don't really want to give too much away about what season two is going to have but i'm, I'm looking forward to more sure. of those um yeah. i did enjoy i think we did a couple deep dives mm-hmm. on sublimation that were that were pretty I think yeah. beneficial to some listeners, and I think people get got a lot out of that. And then, you know, just the, the the communications that we were receiving from some of our listeners and people, sure. you know, reaching out to us and saying, "Hey, I have a question," or "Hey, I appreciate your your podcast." Um, yeah. That that means a lot, you know, and 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 yeah. will continue to mean a lot. And and you know, seeing people actually listening to us blabble or blabber on, you know, for, for almost an hour sometimes, you know, um, about this is, is really encouraging. So there's, yeah, Yeah. season one was in my, in my estimation, um, it was a, was a success. I mean, we are professionals in no way, shape or form. Um, but, but we, (laughs) but we do, uh, we do really enjoy this and we want to, yeah. like we always say, try to bring value, try to make somebody smile. And, um, sure. and I think season one was a success, even if we potentially went on a little long at some, you know, certain times or weren't <laughs> as professional at different times. Um, sure. overall, I think it was, it was a good, good season. What about you? Yeah, no, I agree, dude. Uh, I think, you know, I, I if I had to, Make an analogy. I think season one is a good foundation for us to build the rest of the house on, uh, if that makes sense. I think we had a lot of good episodes. I really enjoyed the licensing episode. I enjoyed our conversations with Mike, um, you know, the HR episode and just kind of hearing his story. Uh, I am looking forward to what uh, season two holds in terms of interviews and being able to line up more guests now that we have a season under our belt and can kind of say, hey, this is analytically who you're going to reach and this is you know the advantages of of coming on and talking and 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 sharing Mm -hmm. an episode with us which has been super super fun the biggest thing i think for for me man you know you and i um have conversations like this normal you know it's it's normally just bantering back and forth talking about business joking telling stories whatever and so I, i was really happy that we were able to actually start press record get stuff out there not yep. knowing who the hell would listen or who the hell would care <laughs> uh right so th- but that but that's why um you know seeing people start to interact reach out comment thank us for the information you know saying i'm so glad this exists because i'm just getting 
into print on demand, which is the, the exact reason why we decided to actually do this is because there wasn't anything in the print on demand space, um, that was, that was worth, uh, yeah. Listening to, you know, no offense to everyone else out in the space, but I just didn't find anything, you know, really resourceful. No. So it's really, really exciting. Yeah. No, no, not at all. Um, so, but it's always fun to just hop on and, and chat with you and, and, uh, cause apart from this podcast, we're so busy that the opportunities <laughs> to actually hang out and talk for an hour are pretty slim to none. So at the very least, it's nice to have some penciled in time to just shoot the shit and talk business and have someone on right. and, you know, catch up. So, um, yeah, sure. but I do think season one was a success. Uh, season two, what is there to expect? Like you said, interviews, uh, in the notes, you said businessy types. Hmm. That sounds <laughs> sounds professional. Yes, but like you were saying, we're gonna go find the businessy types because we're not experts in everything, and we want to go find some resourceful yep. information that isn't in our heads, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, um, accounting. Uh, you know, um, setting up your business. You know, setting up like yeah. reporting and things things like that. That um, I, there are some really really great people that I that we both have a relationship with, with that can speak to those things um, a lot yeah. better than we can. And then there's other people that sure. are literally in the print on demand space that have different perspectives. And, and I'm, I am excited about talking to them. And so yeah. I'm excited about getting them on the show so we can learn from them, but also share what yeah. we learn with our audience. So that's one thing yeah. is, is, you know, just more interviews. I really think uh, we've got a couple lined up. Um, already yep. and and we're looking forward to to doing those but um you know other things that that we'll we'll be expecting in season two are updates of course on how our businesses are are doing and yep. what we're yep. you know what we're trying um you know things yeah. we're learning in our businesses uh because i mean i mean when we started this podcast we had a spreadsheet you know that said well we're gonna <laughs> talk about this we're gonna talk about this and all of these different ideas we've yeah. probably done half of yeah. those maybe sure. something like that Sure. But a lot of the ideas that I think have become our some of our best episodes have just been, hey, I was doing this or I was thinking about this. I think our business or our listeners could potentially learn from this. And so as yeah. we learn stuff, we're going to share that stuff with our audience. Sure. And I'm absolutely frankly, I'm really excited about that, you know, because I, yeah. I always I'm intrigued with how far the rabbit hole goes with this print on demand thing. You know, we always talk about with, you know, when we were back at that NBM show in Portland and just how we felt like we were yep. drinking from a water hose or a, or a, a yep. fire hose. And I still feel like that some days there are so many sure. directions you can go with this business. And, and so part of my excitement is, is to kind of go there in my own business, but then also bringing on yeah. other people that I can learn from. Oh, that have gone yeah. to those other places and then share them with our listeners. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, like like we were talking when we had, you know, Mike on or we had Ken Ryle on talking about, you know, licensing, copywriting. We are the first listeners in all of those interviews and episodes. And yep. so it, it's fun to to learn and grow from those. But then to, like you said, spread, spread the love, spread the information um, to those of you that are listening. Uh, that are in the print on demand space. So, uh, man, I'm, I'm super excited for, for season two. Uh, 
maybe maybe even a video element uh i think i think it could be cool to do some some episodes with video just if we have pictures or something we that's more visually appealing that we're talking about examples you know that kind of stuff having that as kind of a resource as well that you know if you're if you're if you're listening from from work or from home you want to throw up on youtube or pull up the facebook page and Mm -hmm. see what we were talking about as we were listening as you were listening uh we could definitely uh, do that as well. Uh, and you'll yeah. be able to see Travis's brilliant, brilliant COVID hair and the side-by-side <laughs> representation, side-by-side shots of him and uh, a Zach Efron. Cause he says his, his hairstyle is going to be very similar to Zach Efron in high school musical. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not going to let him cut his hair until we have that side-by-side comparison, regardless of what opens up between now and then it's just, it's just not allowed for the sake of the show. So, I mean, um, I mean, aside, aside from like his stunning good looks and his youthfulness, (laughs) we look exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you just look at the hair and just the hair, it's you know dead nuts. That's they're doppelganging the whole thing. Uh, so, <laughs> so Travis, anything else before we put a bow on this thing and wrap it up for 2020 and season one? Nope. I uh, hope everybody had a, a merry Christmas. And uh, this is coming out Wednesday, so you'll have hopefully you'll have a happy new year. Yes. Or if you listen to it later. Um, thanks again for listening, everybody. We really appreciate our audience and. Can't say enough about um, what it means to us to to have you keep coming back and listen to our ramblings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's always good to know that people are are listening to what we're putting out there because all all we see is just the site, Skype screens and microphones and just yep. throw it out there and, and hope hope you guys. Uh, are enjoying what, what you're hearing. So as Travis said, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, you can get the podcast at printondemandcast.com. Email us at info at printondemandcast.com if you have a question or a topic that you'd like us to cover. Uh, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review for our awesome sound bumpers and intro and outro musics that uh, change the world and touch people's hearts and minds. Uh, for that alone, <laughs> leave the five-star review. Um but thank you guys so much. I hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. Have a very happy New Year. And we will see you guys in Season 2 of the Print on Demand cast. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next week. In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD-specific information there is. All to help save the day every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business. Sign up today for the print-on-demand cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.